0: Welcome to Jen's Cocktail Creations, a home mixologist's journey, the podcast that takes you on a delightful exploration of the exciting and ever evolving world of mixology. Today, we're turning the spotlight on Sangria, a versatile and flavor rich cocktail that has won hearts across the globe. We'll delve into its history, explore various adaptations suited to different seasons, and offer inspiration for adding your own unique twist. Get set for an enriching episode that leaves you with a fantastic recipe to try at home. So grab your favorite wine, some fresh fruits, and a large pitcher, and join us as we discover the magic of Sangria.
1: Hello everyone, I'm Jen, your host, and today I'm happy to talking about the fruit-filled world of Sangria. This cocktail is perfect for gatherings with friends and family. It has a ruby red color, aromatic spices, and delicious fruit pieces. Sangria is fruity, juicy, and irresistible. I'll never forget the time when I first fell in love with sangria, in Costa Rica during Christmas. I met some old friends at a pizza place that served sangria by the pitcher. Lucky me. We enjoyed the food and the sangria, which was red wine-based and flavored with apples and cloves. It sounds odd for an iced drink, but it was amazing and fun that the spices matched the season. Ever since then, I've tried to recreate that sangria, but I haven't succeeded yet, That's okay, though. I've made other tasty sangrias with different twists, and I realize that what I'm looking for is not just the flavor, but the feeling of that day. The beach, the ocean, the friendship. Those are irreplaceable. Do you have any favorite sangria memories or flavors you love? Let me know in the comments or send me a message. I'd love to hear from you. Before we get to my personal recipe for the perfect seasonal sangria, let's travel back in time to the origins of sangria. Sangria comes from Spain, where it means bloodletting in Spanish. This refers to the dark red color of the drink, which is usually made with red wine. Sangria has been around since the Middle Ages when people mixed red wine, spices, and fruit. This was not just for taste, but also for safety. Water was often contaminated with bacteria, so wine was a safer option. Adding fruit and spices made it more refreshing and delicious. Sangria first came to the United States through Hispanic Americans and Spanish restaurants in the 1940s. But it was not very well known to most Americans until the 1964 World's Fair in New York City. Spain had a pavilion where they showcased their culture and cuisine, including their beloved sangria. They served it with fresh, seasonal fruits and followed traditional methods. Many visitors at the fair were amazed by this Spanish punch. They loved its fruity, refreshing, and easy-drinking quality. Sangria became a hit at the fair and started to gain popularity in America. After the World's Fair, sangria became a common feature on cocktail menus across the country. Its versatile nature, allowing for different types of wine and fruit, meant it could suit different tastes and preferences. Its refreshing taste and large-batch preparation made sangria a great choice for social gatherings, securing its place in American cocktail culture. Traditionally, sangria is made with red wine, but the beauty of this drink lies in its versatility. You can make sangria with just about any wine, and each choice will bring a different character to the drink. White wine sangrias, also known as sangria blanca, offer a lighter, crisper taste compared to their red counterparts, making them perfect for hot summer days. The white wine, depending on what you choose, can offer notes of green apple, citrus, tropical fruits, or even floral tones, all of which can harmonize wonderfully with the fresh fruit you add. If you're using a crisp, acidic white like a Sauvignon Blanc or a Verdejo, you might pair it with citrus fruits, green apples, or even kiwi to complement those tart, vibrant flavors. For a softer, fruitier white like a Viognier or an unoaked Chardonnay, stone fruits like peaches, nectarines, or even cherries could work beautifully. Some people even add a touch of herbs like mint or basil to give the sangria an extra layer of complexity. And then of course there's the sweetener and the liquors. For a white sangria, consider a lighter spirit like white rum or elderflower liqueur. As for the sweetener, a floral honey, agave nectar, or a homemade simple syrup can add that touch of sweetness that pulls the whole drink together. Next, sparkling wine sangrias are indeed a festive and fun variation. The effervescence of sparkling wines like cava, prosecco, or even champagne add a bubbly element to the cocktail that makes every sip feel like a celebration. Cava, Spain's renowned sparkling wine, is a natural choice for sangria. Produced in the traditional method of champagne, it offers complexity, richness, and bubbles that make for a truly luxurious sangria. The traditional flavors of apple and citrus in cava often complement the fruits used in sangria wonderfully, and its bubbles add a lively and refreshing mouthfeel. Prosecco, Italy's answer to sparkling wine, is another excellent choice. Generally lighter, fruitier, and a bit sweeter than cava or champagne, Prosecco brings its own unique qualities to a sangria. Its characteristic notes of green apple, honeydew melon, pear, and honeysuckle can be a delightful match for a variety of fruits, from berries to peaches. Using sparkling wine instead of still wine in sangria also gives it a touch of glamour. The bubbles make the drink feel festive, perfect for special occasions like New Year's Eve, weddings, or birthday parties. But don't think sparkling sangria is only for grand events. It's equally enjoyable on a sunny Sunday brunch, a picnic, or even a casual gathering with friends. While making a sparkling sangria, remember to add the sparkling wine last and just before serving. This is to ensure that the bubbles are preserved for as long as possible. Also, consider using less sweetener than you would with a still wine sangria, as sparkling wines like Prosecco often carry a bit more residual sugar. So if you're looking to add a little sparkle to your sangria, a sparkling wine variant is a delightful way to do just that. It takes the classic drink to a new level, making every sip a festive celebration. Similar drinks have their own names and identities. Tinto de Verano, which literally translates to red wine of summer, is a favorite in Spain, particularly during the warm summer months. It's seen as a more everyday, laid-back drink compared to sangria, which is often associated with celebrations or special occasions. Tinto de Verano's beauty lies in its simplicity and freshness. The drink is typically made with a 50-50 mix of red wine and a lemon or orange soda, or sometimes sparkling water for those who prefer a less sweet version. It's usually served over ice with a slice of lemon or orange for an extra burst of citrus. This straightforward concoction results in a thirst-quenching and highly refreshing beverage, perfect for sipping on a hot summer day. While it may not have the complexity of sangria with its various fruits and spirits, Tinto de Verano is every bit as delightful in its own right. Speaking of delightful, I want to give a heartfelt shout out to my lifelong friend Bibi, who recently savored a Tinto de Verano under the Spanish sun. Bibi, I'm eagerly looking forward to the day we can share this drink together. But enough about me, let's get back to our topic of sangria and its variations. Now, on the other hand, mulled wine, or glühwein as it's known in Germany, can be considered a winter counterpart to sangria. Popular across Europe during the chilly winter months, especially around the holiday season, mulled wine is a warm, spiced drink that fills the air with its enticing aroma. It's typically made by simmering red wine with a combination of spices like cloves, cinnamon, and star anise, along with citrus fruits, and sweetened with sugar or honey. Some versions may also include a splash of brandy or other spirits for added warmth. The result is a comforting, aromatic, and deeply flavorful beverage that's perfect for sipping by the fire. It has a similar wine and fruit base as Sangria, but the warming spices and the serving temperature make it a completely different, yet equally enchanting experience. So whether it's the breezy refreshment of Tinto de Verano or the cozy comfort of mulled wine, These variations show just how versatile the combination of wine and fruit can be. Each one has its own unique character, offering a different way to enjoy the timeless pairing of wine and fruit depending on the season, the occasion, or simply your mood. Finally, I want to share my favorite sangria recipe. It has evolved over time, inspired by my countless attempts to recreate the magic of that unforgettable Costa Rican sangria. It reflects my personal preferences and the cherished memories associated with it. Crafting the perfect sangria goes beyond taste. It's about creating an ambiance of camaraderie, laughter, and meaningful conversations. It's an opportunity to forge connections and make lasting memories. With each drink, I strive to create a shared celebration of the present moment, appealing not only to my own palate, but also to the unique tastes of those I'm with. Here's what you'll need. A bottle of Spanish red wine, one cup of cut in-season fruit, for example, in my most recent batch I used, Cherries and grapes, but have also used pineapple, mango, and apple. One cup of fresh citrus juice. I usually go with a mix of orange and lemon, but have also used lime and grapefruit, one cup of your preferred liqueur or liquor. I love using brandy or orange liqueur, but have also used maraschino or elderflower liqueurs, and about one-fourth cup of spiced simple syrup. The spiced simple syrup is my secret weapon here. I usually make it with a mixture of sugar, water, and warming spices, like cinnamon and cloves. It adds a layer of complexity and coziness that makes the sangria truly special. Combine all the ingredients in a large pitcher and let it sit for a few hours, preferably overnight. If you like warm spices, I like to add a few cloves and or a cinnamon stick. This waiting period is crucial. It lets all the flavors meld together and the fruit to soak up all that delicious wine and liqueur. When you're ready to serve, pour it over ice and top it off with a splash of sparkling water for a bit of effervescence. I'm excited for you to give it a try and share your feedback. As you can see, Sangria is a cocktail that encourages creativity and fosters connection. From its humble beginnings to the many faces it wears today, Sangria truly is a cocktail that does that. Just remember, as you embark on your own Sangria-making adventures, it's not just about the perfect mix of ingredients. It's about the memories you create while enjoying it. So... I encourage you to experiment with different wines, fruits, and spices. Find your own personal recipe that captures the essence of a perfect day. And remember, the quest for the perfect sangria is a journey, not a destination. Thank you for joining me on this episode. I can't wait to explore more delightful cocktails with you in our next episode. Until then, stay spirited and cheers to delicious adventures.
0: In today's episode, we've explored the origins of sangria and its many variations. Jen shared her personal recipe, inspiring you to make sangria that suits your taste. As we continue this mixology journey, we're excited to hear about your own experiences and innovations. Stay connected by subscribing to our podcast. As we close, we raise a glass to the world of cocktails and the versatility of sangria. Cheers to you all. Thank you for joining us. And we look forward to having you back for the next episode. Until then, happy mixing.